Life for Change is a community group currently based online and in person within Ottawa and surrounding areas. It currently has about 170 members and about 20 or so people who meet together at any one time at our monthly meetings. This group was started in 2019 by a handful of caring citizens and myself after my family incurred a great travesty. My name is Heidi Hardy. I am a 41-year-old mother of three children whom are my world. We are an average middle-class family, very interactive and big on communication and understanding, often taking part in the community. My son, Alex Barron, was a helpful, caring, and intelligent young man. A little socially awkward, but he still had plenty of friends. Alex struggled with school, not for lack of understanding, but for being an Avenger, often getting in trouble for standing up for somebody else in a less than appropriate way. He wasn't the child you looked at and said to yourself, that child has emotional issues. He didn't wear dark colors, recluse away from people, or display symbols of death all around him, though he did have typical teenage worries about not fitting in and not being liked. The entire community was taken aback and put into shock after one day in October when he didn't come home from school. As a mom, I knew right away something was wrong. I just didn't know what. I called all his friends' families, and walked around all the teenage haunts that first night. Worried, I convinced myself he must be at a friend. He'll show up at school tomorrow. The next morning, I called the school, but he was not in attendance. Now in a panic, I called the police and started a missing file, a missing persons file, and that's where things started to get complicated. Because my son was 14, I had no information as to where he would be. He was considered a runaway which didn't warrant an immediate search and rescue or an Amber Alert. I was outraged, and I wasn't just going to sit around and wait for him to be arrested to do something before the police would help me. So I took to the internet. I started asking everyone to help look, and in no time, we had hundreds of people come together to form a search party. We searched through five different neighborhoods, six different parks, all the malls, and in as many streets around downtown and our local neighborhood as we could. Our efforts sparked public interest, and even news media and print outlets covered the story. Many people called in with tips, possible sightings and information, most of which led us to other teens whose stories also broke our hearts. There were a handful of leads from the first day he was missing, but there was nothing that came from the days after that. Five days later, he was found by the person responsible for maintaining the wooded area not far from where we live. Unfortunately, it was too late. He had grown his wings. There were three other boys who had all passed away unnecessarily within a week of each other, on top of all the other teens we found living homeless for various reasons. The situation brought to light so much for us. We realized as middle-class folk, we spent so much time trying to survive, keeping up providing, that we were blind to the world our youth are living in. I started digging trying to figure out what I missed for my son to make such a permanent choice. I knew he felt loved at home. He showed it all the time. But what I found when I dug was just how out of perspective we are when it comes to the nature of bullying within our schools, the struggles our teachers and counselors face when working with children, an inability for community to connect properly with authorities an alarming rate of people suffering from negative mental health afflictions, 
And more than that, though, I found we didn't know what resources are out there. We didn't know there are ways we can help our community as individuals. And most importantly, we didn't know our neighbors needed us. At first, we called the group Alert Find My Child Now so that if a parent could not get the help they needed from authorities, they could get it from the community. The effort was a hit with an abundance of red tape, so we tried to become an official not-for-profit charitable organization, but quickly realized there was no point in reinventing the wheel when so many amazing organizations already existed. Light for Change was born as a simple community group of people willing to shine light on areas that need change, in particular, helping hands in the community, bridging the gap between community and authority, promoting awareness of existing organizations, and most importantly, taking the steps towards positive change. When it comes to helping hands, the community, we're just starting to be allowed. Unfortunately, not long after we started our group of COVID-19 shut down the city. However, we were able to help around Christmas time and provide families in need with an entire Christmas and supplies for the two weeks that followed. We also make stockings filled with basic need items every year so far to give to local group homes geared toward people suffering with mental health. We're still working on a way to bridge the gap between community and authorities, but we have become an ever-present voice in their ear and allowed for them to use us as a contact to provide parents in situations where they cannot help. In the work so far is a petition to add psychotherapy to provincial health care coverage as an equivalent to a family doctor, but for the mind, and we are in the process of petitioning to have the parameters of Amber Alert requirements changed to include teenagers where the behavior is uncommon. We also continue to maintain social media pages where parents of missing children can post so the community can step up and help search for them. Promoting awareness of existing organizations is one of the four areas that we are having the most success with. Each month, we highlight a different organization and raise money in their name. So far, we have promoted Canadian Mental Health Association of Ottawa, Restoring Hope, William Syndrome Foundation, Bags Helping People, Vulnerable People, sorry, the Food Bank, the Fire of God Ministries, the Scouting Movement, Valores for Children and Adults of Prescott Vessel, the Dory Youth Group, and a number of others. I've written a book to which all the proceeds go towards these various foundations. The book is entitled The Hardy Theory, It's Going to Be Okay. It's a little bit controversial at first because I use anthropological history to show how relevant the 12 universal laws are. It gets a little more useful in the second half where I talk about how an understanding of those universal laws can help guide you through moments in life and let you know no matter which way things turn out, it's going to be okay. In the future, Life for Change is looking to open a community center that will have drop-in activities, employment opportunities, community engagement events, learning centers, information kiosks, temporary accommodation, and resource accessibility that would operate much like the community centers of the 80s and 90s, except geared towards all members of a family and offering so much more, as it is a community development program that functions as a business. I have recently decided to expand our social media reach through platforms like YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok, as well as these podcasts, so please go check those out. The first series of podcasts will be based on mental health, just not from the perspective that we need to fund this or that. Funding is definitely an issue, though. 
what we're attempting to shine light on is the fact that mental health is health. Simple. Just like physical health, we all have mental health. Just some are healthier than others. Most of us suffer from some burdens. Many of us the same. Many of us have generational trauma in various forms within our household. We all bear guilt for historical travesties. And we all have the same stressors for survival, though our focus and methods may be different. The message we want to spread here is compassion and understanding. We are all broken in some way, just as we all cope in our own way. So we call on that religious saying, treat thy neighbor as you would wish to be treated. We promote bringing back community network, King, as amongst its members and standing together hand in hand, forming a net that keeps us all safe from drowning in the darkness. That is life's chaos. The second series will be about understanding your role when interacting with the world around you, guiding you to understand how the energy you put out is going to affect how a scenario plays out. The season will coach you through how to be an accountable person of your own life, how to take back control of how you own that wonderful life you were giving. And I will use examples from my own journey of how I learned these lessons. And not always in a fun way, that's for sure. I will also help you to see how you can remove judgment by adding the same level of compassion you would hope someone would give you. And most importantly, how to not let other people dictate your thoughts and so to your life. This third series will be readings from my, the second half of my, my book, which will be available on Amazon. In these podcasts, I will talk about how to understand the universal laws in planning, how to live mindfully joyous, as it applies to one's purpose, choices, ways of expressing the many sides of their personality, personal fulfillment, relationships, pleasure, learning, experience in general, self-motivation, environment, influences on cognition, success, raising children, love, creativity, and how we pattern through them all. Series four is not certain yet, but it'll be likely talking with members of the community about ways they think they can make small changes. I hope this sums up for you who we are, and I enjoy making this podcast. Please tune in for first episode of series one, Mental Health, which will be up tomorrow. Please, everyone, to come hear us out. Hopefully, we will have lots of positive information they can share when they join the conversation by talking with those in their community. Stay wonderful. Wholesome, happy, open-minded, and natural. Keep smiling. It's the right kind of contagious. This has been Heidi Hardy for a Light for Change podcast.